So just before I got on this conversation, I saw news about the African Union being attacked by cyber criminals. Well, it's funny because as I speak to you and I'm talking about this, this is the most dedicated to cybersecurity. And to think that, of course, you would also get to hear that some people fell victim to it just speaks to the fact that we need to keep talking about these things and we need to get everyone informed about cybersecurity and the things around it. Not just the ordinary persons as they go about their daily lives, but then the persons who ordinarily run the businesses of every other person, right? So whether it's a gate man, it's a doorkeeper, whether it's the typist, the secretary, like it, it really doesn't matter. Anybody can be social engineered. Anybody, like it can happen to anybody. You might think that, oh, you're like sitting high and mighty and, and whatnot and you've bought all the tools needed. <laughs> Really, how secure are you? Now, getting into organizations, this is the second episode in the series uh, by Ethnos on Africa Tech Radio dedicated to teaching you about cybersecurity on different levels. The first episode, we talked about the threat review of 2023 and looked at mitigation and plans for 2024. And this episode, well, governance, risk, and compliance. Yes, GRC. At Ethnos, we are focused on solving customers' problems. Whether it is securing the applications and databases that power your business, the users and customers that access your infrastructure, API calls that go in and out of your business, securing people who are your greatest assets, but also pose your weakest link. We also look after your relevant security regulatory standards and the frameworks that you should comply with. Yes, we are ethnos to solve real problems. I have today with me Eno Asa. She is a highly skilled security and risk management professional with expertise in leading management system projects. And I also have with me Mr. Sholakwe, who is an accomplished GRC. GRC, I'll be saying, we'll be saying GRC almost all through this episode. So just know GRC, when you hear GRC, Governance, Risk and Compliance Professional with a career spanning over 10 years in diverse industries across the continent. And this is, you know, business continuity, information, cybersecurity, risk management, IT governance, data protection. You know, these are the you know spectrum where his expertise runs through. Hi, you know, let's hear um you know's voice. How are you today? I'm well, thank you. Good morning. Yep, good morning. And Mr. Shalakwe. Good morning, everyone. Um nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Beautiful. They all lead back now until Glasgow starts flying, so it's all good. Uh let's start with the lady in the room. <laughs> when we say GRC, right, what exactly do we mean? Um, okay, um, so when we're talking about GRC, let's look at it as a single entity, right? Um, we're looking at how, um, what's the organization's approach, okay, to aligning their operations with their business objectives, okay? They have a defined business objective. How do they align their operations to this business objective? How, what's their approach to managing the risk that they are prone to face and how do they stay compliant with the laws, with the regulations 
whatever it is, with the policies, internal policies, or what have you, how do they stay compliant to this framework standards and regulations? That's just in simple terms what a GRC is mm. when you want to just look at it from a single standpoint. you know. Okay, so Mr. Shalakwe, how do we split this now? Let's start with one of the terms, governance. Yes. When we say governance, what exactly do we mean? Okay, uh, thank you very much for having me once again. Um, so governance, uh, what is governance? Governance uh, talks about the set of policies, uh, procedures, plans that an organization puts in place in order to ensure that people, mm-hmm. staff of um, the various organizations are sort of adhering to, you know what they say, in the local parlance, uh, in a land where there are no laws, there are no offenses, right? Mm-hmm. So it then begs the question that when we have policies in place, Expecting that people follow. And looking at Africa as our case in point, you have a situation whereby there's a lot of, um, in quotes, one man business, big manism, in the sense that um, if I ask you today, how many African businesses can you say that I've lived three generations, four generations? You probably have a handful. What happens is that most African businesses die with the owner. And what is the cost of that? We've seen that lack of governance, lack of proper structures be put in place. So uh, that was how GRC was bet to understand the fact that, yes, you've built a business, but how sustainable is the business outside of you? All right. Mm. If you have no available, can your business continue to function? That's why we have to put um, proper governance in place such that if I'm no longer available, my business continues to function. That's So we have these plans, you have these procedures, you have these policies being put in place. That's pretty much why we need governance in place in organizations such that you see your business outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, you are the founder, you have the vision, but when you are not there, your business continues to function. And that's just governance. So looking at mm-hmm. risk, risk has to do with... Um, the ways by which we are able to spot and anticipate exposures, all right, to the extent that what we are not caught unawares. We are not saying that things will not go wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, in Africa, we are quite religious, right? But then the point then is if it does happen, it's not God forbid. Are we prepared to respond? Yes. You know, many organizations across the world did not plan for the pandemic, but True. COVID 19 happened. And, you know, a lot of organizations that before now had business continuity being put in place, they were prepared to respond better. They had yes. business continuity plans being put in place. They had emergency response plans, crisis management strategies, all of those things. But organizations that were just rolling, you mm. know, as the case may be, what happened during pandemic, some of them didn't survive, you know. And I'm even talking about the top guys and even the top financial institutions and what have you. Some of them even have these things in place. And what am I talking about? I'm saying that it's not enough for you to be making money. All right, you have to look at proper putting proper governance and risk in play. And risk is quite it's broad. We don't have the time for that today. But you know, talking about enterprise risk, IT risk, cybersecurity risk, business code, it's a lot. Risk. But all you have to understand is that look at your environment, any exposure, anything that can go wrong at all, plan for them, put mitigations in place such that if it does occur, you might not be able to eliminate them, but you reduce the efficacy, the impact. Okay, of those risks. And that's what risk management is all about. Mm-hmm. I like them, monitor them, and continue to manage them. That's it. And mm-hmm. compliance, as the word implies, ensuring that all legal and regulatory requirements, we are there to them, all right, so that we are not found wanting. Like I said, it's not enough that you're you making money, okay? Um, you don't want any sanction, okay? Take, for example, looking like Nigeria as a case in point. Mm-hmm. We have the Nigerian Data Protection Regulation that was then, you know, signed into law. It became an act in June 2023, signed by the new president, all right? It then says that the rights of Nigerian citizens, their data must be protected. That's an issue of compliance. Yeah. And if you breach that, 
beyond the regulatory sanction. It's also in financial implication yeah. and it's in reputational damage as well. So that's where compliance comes into play. And we know in Nigeria today, the central for the guys in financial institutions, uh, the Central Bank of Nigeria released the IT standards blueprint in 2015. Yeah. You know, and you expect that all banks should go certify to several management system standards. You must comply. Compliance is mandatory; it's not obligatory. It's not something that we like it or not. Yes. You it's must. Not, it's, it's you not must add there because if not, yeah. sanctions. You know, and you, so that's why GRC has come. So that's just the broad term: governance, policies, plans, and procedures. Risk, making sure that you are not exposed, or if you are exposed, reduce the impact, and then compliance, and then with all legal and regulatory requirements. That's simple. What GRC is all about. So, you know, when we talk about GRC in cybersecurity what exactly do we mean? Okay, when we're talking about governance, you're looking at the principles that we have put in place. You're looking at the frameworks. You're looking at the um, the structures mm-hmm. that are already in place, mm-hmm. okay, for organizations. So, for example, if you want to look at in terms of policies that have been defined by an organization, so if an organization says, okay, this is a password policy, mm-hmm. and within the password policy, they have certain, you know, some requirements, okay, in that policy, that's what governance is. They have set the pace for others to follow. They have mm-hmm. put in this in place for employees to follow. So they say, okay, we have this structure. Your password must have this sort of length. Your mm-hmm. password must be not easily to be guessed, mm-hmm. things like that. So change your password. Yes. Yeah, so the, the, those, yeah. those laws, those rules that they put in that policy, that's, that's like a structure. That's like a framework they have defined for employees to follow yeah mm. and then when we see risk uh, as it concerns cyber security okay. so again we when we're looking at cyber security you are looking at it from the asset perspective okay, okay? so, okay. so w- what do we what do you mean by asset perspective oh asset is what is valuable to, to you, you okay to you. thank okay. you so within an organization we have different kinds of assets assets can be broken out to different you have your hardware you have your software you mm-hmm. have the people mm-hmm. you have your network um lots of them okay these assets, when you are doing a risk, when you're looking at risk from the cybersecurity perspective, you're looking at how do you assess, how do you assess this risk? Okay. What are the resources that you're putting in place to either mitigate, to reduce, you know, those risks that you are identified, you have identified by the use of those assets. Okay. And then, Constantly monitoring those risks. You know, sometimes you could do an assessment and maybe from your assessment of those assets that you use, it's not something that, you know, we, we try to rate our risk high, medium, low, mm-hmm. depending on, on how we have categorized it within the organization. Mm-hmm. So you might say, okay, because this risk is low, it's not something I need to monitor. Okay. But okay. no, it, it, that, it goes way beyond that. So you have to keep monitoring those risks, whether they're low, whether they're medium, whether they're high. Put control measures, okay, to reduce them to the level that is, of course, acceptable to um, the organization. So, mm. yeah. And then compliance in terms of cybersecurity. Okay, so let's assume I work in a bank. You know, as a financial institution, mm-hmm. the environment that I work in is highly regulated. So there are mm-hmm. different regulations that maybe my regulator has set that, okay, as a bank, I must comply to this, this, this. Okay. So in terms of cybersecurity, it's just me adhering to those laws that have been defined for me in that industry to follow through in simple terms. Mm. Now, who needs GRC? Ah, 
everybody needs DRC, but let me break it down. Okay. Okay. If you work in a technology company, for example, yeah. as a technology company, you mm-hmm. handle large sets of data. Okay, maybe you have cloud services. Maybe you store, do, you do certain things. You have critical infrastructures. Of course, you need to have a GRC within your environment, okay? Um, for banks, of course, I've already discussed that. For the health sector, you know, you handle sensitive data of your patients. How, you know, how do you, how do you get to handle those data? How do you keep? How do you store? How do you, you know, how do people assess those data that you have in the hospital? Government organizations too. Everybody, as long as, I, I, I would just say, as long as you are under one form of regulation, mm-hmm. you must, you must, you must have GRC within, uh, embedded within your environment. A lot of persons, you know, feel like, I'm talking of employees now, right? Yeah. And how they react to governance, not to risk, not compliance, but governance. If you tell someone that, or oh, you can't visit some certain websites, you know, on your work <laughs> PCs or your yeah. work devices, you're like, oh my, these guys are too... <laughs> so maybe you want to make some comments about that and how, uh, you know, the management, you know, can better handle, especially because this is mainly the... You know, that point where we have employee and management having a very rough interaction. Mm. Yeah. So um, you may may want to make some comments on generally GRC and cybersecurity. I want you to also address this. Okay. Cybersecurity and GRC. I'll just quickly uh, run through that. Mm. Um, So the bit about um, governance in an organization, you know, several policies have been created. She mentioned, you know, password management, for example, is one thing for you to have policies in place. But the question is, are you doing them? Okay, so he, let's say our personal management policy says um, oh, it must contain alphanumeric, special character, whatnot. It must mm-hmm. be changed after every two months. Mm-hmm. After you leave your system idle for three minutes, it locks you out. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Is it in place? If in your organization, staff are allowed to work remotely, what's your mm-hmm. control around um, um, VPN access? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your sensitive? How do you control remote access such that what, um, there's a secure network connection? Stuff like that. You have you know, policies are anti-malware. Everything, there should be a policy around everything you do in the organization from a technological point of view. Why, where cybersecurity then comes in place is to then check to ensure that those things are actually in practice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not enough for you to, everybody can create a policy, that's the easiest part. Mm-hmm. But the work then is that it's in practice. So cybersecurity, the part there is that all of those things. And what sort of guides you is that you can use the framework, you can use the standard. You know, standards like ISO 27001, the cybersecurity standard, the NIST framework, you know, CORBITS, all of these things, SOC 2, you know, even though something's not very popular around in Africa, it's more in the US and the UK, stuff like that. So, your risk management when it comes to cybersecurity, all right, will deal with information assets. Cybersecurity is not con- is not concerned with all assets. For example, this AC in this mm. studio, cybersecurity has no business with that. But okay. if it's an asset that contains information, then cybersecurity is. So, oh, cybersecurity okay. looks at the protection of the confidentiality, integrity, and availability integrity of, of that information, information assets. Yeah. So all of information assets, your desktop, your laptops, your your servers, your inventor, your people, your staff, they are all information assets. How do you ensure that they are protected from confidentiality, integrity, and availability? I don't want to go into CIA. That's another. <laughs> uh, but, but the point is, 
when you're conducting risk assessment and you get cyber security, you're concerned around the information assets, right? What are the vulnerabilities that what those information assets are exposed to? What are the threats that those vulnerabilities exploit? What's the probability of occurrence What's of those threats, you know, coming to life or those risks, right? Mm-hmm. Then, the what is the impact? Impact is based on the CIA confidential integrity and availability, and then looking at the impact is going to be high, medium, low. Then something very fundamental that an organization must put into consideration: what is your risk appetite? Yes. So your risk appetite then informs your risk acceptance criteria. Mm. All right. An organization can decide to say that we want to accept all risk. Who are you to question them? Of if course. they say that we have the we have the, <laughs> we have the excuse capacity. my French, we have the capacity, yes, we can accommodate yes, of it. Course, we make a do. billion dollars, even lose hundred million dollars to the bad guys. Why not? We can accommodate, right? But another guy can say that we are risk averse, we can't afford to make a mistake, right? So we want to treat every risk, low, medium, high. So that is the responsibility of top management. So tying it to your question, you know, top management is very, very important okay. in GRC. As, as a matter of fact, Without top management commitment, um, I usually say you it's can't a, go it's anywhere. A failure. There's a reason why yeah. all management system standards, they are called the management so information security management system, quality mm-hmm. management system, business continuity management system, service, service management, management system. system. The keyword there is the management system. Management because without top management commitment, you can't go nowhere. And I'll give an example. I've been privileged to have consulted for several organizations in Africa, right? Mm-hmm. You what you then find is that I then ask the question, why are you going on this journey? Why are you implementing this standard, this framework? If management then says, we are doing it because we understand the benefit of best practice. We want to be built to last. We don't want to build a one-man business. We want to build a sustainable business. Fantastic. But when I go and I hear, <laughs> oh, we are trying to bid for a contract. And they say, if you are not certified to this, you, cannot, you already know that <laughs> not, that's not, a recipe for disaster. Not, not because only, not only by, the time, by the time they get that certificate, it's just the paper. Everybody goes back to business as yes. usual. So, but then, the point is that you have wasted money, you have wasted time. These best practice standards, they are not Nigerian standards. They are not African standards. They are best practice anywhere in the world. Information security is information security in the UK, in the US, in Canada, in Nigeria, anywhere in Ghana. So the point is, once you do the requirements, once you are there, once you imbibe them, it makes your organization better. Mm-hmm. So it's not um, location dependent. So that's why if top management doesn't get the picture or if it's a question of in Nigeria, for example, if it's a bank and says, oh, because our regulator said we should go on this because journey. Because CBN said we should. With that mindset, you already know that you're just ticking the box. That's you're not getting failure. value for your money being spent. So yeah. once management understands that we are doing this because, yes, we want to re- comply with regulatory requirements, but we also want to better our business. We want to build sustainable business. Then they'll do the right thing. And even after I've gotten certified, you continually maintain. So it's a culture change, right? Changes the mindset. We are now doing things differently. Let me give a very practical example, a very simple one. Before now, if your organization, right, you were not paying attention to what we call clear desk, clear screen. Mm-hmm. Everybody just walks and leaves information yeah, and then mm. there are some, some people, with all due respect to the female <laughs> folks, right? I can go to your desk. I can see I'm going on vacation in August to pick up sun by 2 p.m. Your itinerary is written on sticky notes on your table. And Why does everybody need to know that, right? Mm. And you finish working on the sensitive document. Tables, yeah. You finish working on the sensitive document. You just, just drop them and go. The cleaner comes away. the next morning. I just picks it, drops it in the bin. And maybe the cleaner has an agreement with me selling Akara down the road or granola that give me paper, I'll give you free Akara. Then you see people sensitive documents, organizations confidentially written, classified, being used to sell Akara. One day I got there, somebody somewhere was careless. You didn't shred those documents when you were done with them. So these are just little, little things that create cultural change. If you don't pay attention to them and just taking the box so top management definitely is very very important cost on solving customers problems whether it is securing the applications and databases that power your business 
the users and customers that access your infrastructure, the API calls that go in and out of your business, or securing people who are your greatest assets but also pose your weakest link. We also look after your relevant security regulatory standards and the frameworks that you should comply with. In delivering our solutions, we do not just supply you with tools. We first listen to your pain points, match them against your business objectives, and work with you on your journey to build a functional and cost-efficient security culture that supports your business. We are a company dedicated to resolving client problems and ensuring their complete satisfaction. We are continuously pushing the boundaries and collaborating with top-tier industry professionals to ensure that our clients receive the best attention with reliable and efficient service. We want them to focus on delivering value to their stakeholders while we keep them running securely. Yes, we are Ethnos to solve real problems. Yes, so I'm still with Eno and with Mr. Shalakwe Kinde, and we're talking GRC in cybersecurity. One thing that has stayed with me through this conversation is ensuring that cybersecurity is something that is in our blood. Because you may think that, oh, come on, it's not really anything. But when it actually happens, like when it happens, oh, you learn lessons, literally. You will learn lessons. Like everybody will have to learn the lesson. So let's dwell on the mistakes that businesses usually make right in terms of the governance risk and compliance and let's also try to focus on ensuring that we talk about it being a culture it being business as usual ordinarily you know sorry to all those who are business as usual is not a very it's like oh let's do business as usual it's like anyhow but if we turn it around and say reverse in reverse right Business as usual should be the thing. Like, service security should be business as usual. So, let it be in everything we do. Um, that's what I want us to, you know, dwell on um, in uh, this, like, the final third now, the final few minutes as we wrap up. Um, one of the top mistakes I have identified, of course, having done this um, st- um, implementations across um, some organizations, one of the mistakes I have seen is where organizations see this as a one-time project okay they just see it as a one-off thing that they just do and they move away and then maybe when it comes to them having another you know they, they they don't approach it from the business as usual perspective now the issue there is we do not want organizations to see this as a one-off project. It's a continuous, it's a continuous thing. You know, you have to maintain the standards that you have implemented or you're complying with. You have to maintain it. You don't just certify and then you move on. You maintain that um, culture that has already been put in place. Um, and if you want to look at it from a business as usual perspective, so for example, um, there are certain requirements that for a particular standard that you're adhering to. There are certain requirements that you need to follow. It's not just you doing it and you pass audit. It's, you know, incorporating it into your day-to-day activities across the entire organization. So by doing that, of course, you are staying compliant. Of course, you are looking at all the risk. Of course, risk, again, um, it's not something you do one-off. It's a day-to-day thing okay because you need to identify this risk 
on a daily basis anything can happen okay and then ensuring that you are staying compliant with those um, requirements that have been set for you so for example just like mr shalape said you know there in, in the iso 27001 where you have a control that speaks about your clear screen clear decks and then maybe you just get to do it and you move on no because of your daily operations you handle sensitive data you deal with different customers things like that you have to continue you know imbibing that culture you can't keep keeping documents lying about you know we say okay this was just for audits purposes and that's it no but it's something you have to do on a daily basis really you just have to put it into practice in everything you do mr shalakbe do you agree <coughs> that there are a lot of mistakes we make and do you agree that we need a business as usual approach Yes, there are a lot of mistakes um, that have been made. And as a matter of fact, GRC is here to stay. Cyber security is an involving uh, phenomenon and organizations um, across Africa, that's which, uh, where I'm very particular about, we sort of you know, have to take it more seriously uh, because we are playing in a global space and um, there's no excuse for, oh, we're a third world country or whatever continent. Everybody is on the same but that's how this is not, uh, and so um, technology is growing. Is this is the days of the fourth industrial revolution, AI, robotics, and whatnot. You know, makes supposed to make our life easier. The Internet of Things. All right, as these things are evolving, also the threats are evolving. evolving. So we have to ensure that we are ahead of the curve. And back to my point, just to piggyback of what uh, Enoa said, right? It is very important that we do not see this as a one-off exercise. All right. And I usually like to say, you know, uh, by PM Buck definition of project management, an activity that has a start date and an end date. In this case, there's a start date, but there's, but no, there's end date. no end date. You know, once you start <laughs> forever and ever, you are continually improving because every day there are new exposures, there are new vulnerabilities, there are new threats. You know, you cannot just sit down and be like, oh, now I'm, I'm mature, I'm certified. Even the Fortune 500 companies, the yeah, Meta, yeah. the Google, and Amazon, all of them, Microsoft, yeah, Amazon. Yeah, yeah. There's constant threats every day and everybody's involved. So you cannot just, you know, less. And um, this is just like an advice recommendation. I usually give, you know, um, some of the um, organizations that um, I provide advisory services for. And I said, you sort of have to use the carrot and stick approach. Now, this is the um, cybersecurity awareness month. Mm -hmm. Okay. So make it interesting. You then find that a lot of people see cybersecurity. What is cybersecurity? It's those IT guys. That's yeah. the responsibility. It's not my business. I don't care. <laughs> no. So, but I tell them, you are as strong as your weakest link. Mm-hmm. If it's the mm-hmm. the financial controller system that was the gateway through which the organization was breached, mm-hmm. the organization is going down. And yeah, if there are no segregations on the network, that's a chaos. Recipe everyone. for disaster. Yes. So the point is, when you are even doing awareness, and this is one of the tricks I usually say, I don't even talk to the staff. I talk to the cleaners. I talk to the oh. um, the drivers. Wow. I talk to the security guys because those guys as well. You'll be surprised. They have more access to confidential areas than even and staff. Yeah. A cleaner cleans the MD's office. You'll be surprised the kind of access they have. And if that person is compromised, can easily do damage. It's so gone. what I'm saying is that let people have a sense of belonging. Cyber security is everybody's responsibility. Everybody has a role to play, right? Let people. So I tell HR, even if it's five percent in the scorecard KPI at the end of the year, let them have something to look forward to. Like, okay, if I do this, I know that is that to me. Not because somebody, somebody tell me, oh, consultant, should I play? this thing that I are doing? It's not my business. At the end of it, doesn't count for me. This is not part of my job responsibility. Not my my, no, my, not my, my responsibility. KPI. My KPI. <laughs> so why am I doing this? Why do I have to? Add? So let them know that you are doing it because if your organization goes down, you are going down. They will not be able to pay your salary. So you have a role to play. 
So ensuring that everybody has that sense of involvement. So during this cybersecurity awareness month, make it interesting. Do jingles, do fishing tests, give prizes to the best person, like whoever does it. So like let people see cybersecurity as something that is interesting. I like this. So part. yeah, Please so don't don't more. make it as technical. <laughs> let technical guys do their thing, but every other person let them understand. So, so this, what you will tell a security guy is that of course you'll be talking to a security guy about um, segregation of encryption or but factor education. A security guy will tell them about tailgating. Nobody should be able yes. to use your access to access the office. Yes. Okay? Your access tag Physical is for you only. Control. If I see anybody in the office without the tag, be it visitor, staff, ask customer, questions. whatever, ask questions. Who are you? Who are you here to see? Everybody should be identified in the organization. Authentication. Nobody should walk around without tag. you ask, without the yeah. tag. So these are the little things whereby so a cleaner, for example, should know that you see a sensitive document, whatever, you ask the boss, is this important to you? If not, shred it. Don't just throw it away in the bin. So Break it down. Let everybody understand what you. I'm, I'm going to be telling management. What I'm going to be telling the cleaners. If I what I'm going to tell the um, other members of staff. So make cybersecurity interesting. Let everybody be carried along. That way you are building the culture. You are maturing. Looking at the capability maturity model. Every organization at different stages. Level one, level two, level three, level four. Even those down level five must optimize. There's still another level of improvement. So, but wherever you are, grow from where you are. Right. But understand that where we are now, we cannot remain there. We have to mature our processes. That's why GRC comes to place. Governance. So, in most organizations, they don't like GRC professionals because you are seen as the police officers. <laughs> Enforcement, like what you mentioned in the beginning, um, um, compliance and control. Yeah. So, you are the ones that are ensuring that this thing that we have put in the policy, you are must, we doing them? It's not enough for us to have should. a policy. You know, and, you know, the, 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 the jury is out there. I've had business review. They are people to change. Uh, people, especially, you know, what they say in the US, in America, if it's not broken, don't fix it. People are like, we're already working this way. Why are you introducing new control? Why do I have to change the way I'm doing my work? Because they feel like I'm okay. But you have to then explain the importance. Oh, before now, everybody could just bring their, their um, USB drives and plug in their, in their uh, laptops and copy stuff out. Yeah. But we have to block your ports. Why do you want to block my ports? So I can't copy anything. Because we're trying to control what comes in and goes out of the ground. We're trying to control our data, our information. Explain. Let them understand the benefits. Don't just impose on them. No matter how good your intention is, if you don't understand proper stakeholder management, they will rebel against you. So you must understand these things. That's why you have to get top management involvement. Top management are decision makers. Get their buying. Involve the influencers so that everybody can be carried along. That way, you have an improved cybersecurity culture in an organization. And over the years, you continually grow. That's what I would say. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Um, any final words, um, Eno, just before we wrap up? Um, not really. I think I'll just align with what Shalakwe said. He said it beautifully. Okay. Yeah. So, um, again, it's building the awareness culture within the organization. We are not just looking at just top management. You're not just looking at the employees. You're looking at even your um, cleaners, your 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 um, deliveries, people who come to deliver deliver things to you okay you're looking at your um, physical security men you know guarding whatever access doors that you have your your organization so yes you have to bring it down to their level okay try to make them understand the implications of not adhering to certain things or certain policies that we as an organization they have put in place okay try to make them understand the risk involved try to make them understand the impact of that them not complying to that, you know, policies that have been put, okay? So once you do that, having this... Again, I always say awareness is not just something you do 
once. Awareness is not something you do quarterly. Awareness, it's, it should be a daily culture. I always tell um, my clients that I work, uh, I work for, I say, you know what, let's have like a, a, a structure in place where we can always do email campaigns on a daily basis because I can be so drowned with what I'm doing and I forget things easily. But when you keep flashing something to my face, mm-hmm. telling me, giving me some cybersecurity tips like that, mm-hmm. when you keep doing that, you know, by way of email or by our discussions, mm-hmm. you know, it keeps me, you know, I'm on top of my game. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, I'm very careful not to miss it. So again, awareness is very important. That's how we can, you know, have this culture, you know, established amongst the people within the organization. So awareness trainings are very important. So I, I think I think that's what I'll say. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I've been speaking to Shalakwe Akinde, the He's an accomplished governance, risk and uh, compliance professional and also to Eno. Um, Eno Asa. Yeah, I asked how to actually see your name. How do you say your name? Eno Asa. Okay, so I said it right. Yes, right? you did. Okay, so Eno Asa, I'm highly skilled security and risk management professional. And this particular episode is sponsored by Ethnos. And thank you very much to um, the sponsors. And thank you so much. Like, I've learned a lot already today. And I'm going downstairs to hold my HR. Sorry, maybe not my HR, but like other persons. Especially those who like leave their, you know, sticky notes on their laptops. Mm. And then those are, I I know some people in accounts. I don't know if they're not real. (laughs) But in accounts, uh, yeah. So I'm going to like hold all of them to ensure that this, you know, fight to ensure that we make this business as usual and we incorporate it into the bloodstream of everyone in the company. And I hope that you listening to me, you're also going to preach this gospel and this good news to ensure that we're all safe at the end of the day. Thank you very much again, Sasha Lakbe and Eno. Thank you Thank so you for much me. for having me. Thank you for having me. Thank, Thank you. At Ethnos, we are focused on solving customers' problems. Whether it is securing the applications and databases that power your business, the users and customers that access your infrastructure, API calls that go in and out of your business, securing people who are your greatest assets, but also pose your weakest link. We also look after your relevant security regulatory standards and the frameworks that you should comply with. Yes, we are ethnos. We solve real problems.